If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope we gotta get into it today because we have vanderpump rules to talk about with the one and only sarah Foresia. can i just ask you a question what like i love that you're rocking a benetton shirt do you remember 1998 1999 early aughts like benetton was so hot uk brand right i love that you're wearing this throwback let me tell you something about Benetton, okay? First of all, I also I also love a throwback to Camp Beverly Hills, which you could only get in the U.S. right down the street from us at Fred Siegel in West Hollywood. Although, so I have a lot of Camp Beverly Hills to rock for you too. Benetton, I am obsessed with. I have a lot of Benetton. When I went to Europe last, I bought it, and I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Go to the website. You can still get Benetton delivered to the house. What? I'm bringing Benetton back. I'm bringing Benetton back. I love Benetton. That in Camp Beverly Hills. Nostalgia, baby. What was the clothing brand in the aughts? And it was like, do you FCK or something? Remember? It was yeah. like, um, was that Benetton? And they did like, um, remember it no. wasn't fuck, yeah. but they like, um, uh, we had, we had a spree. Remember a spree? We had, um, a spree, Tonserton, Naf Naf. What else did was you ever there? have? Did you ever rock a no fear shirt like when you were in eighth grade, ninth grade? Like, were you ever trying to fit in and rock the no fear? No, but you had the collar popped and you had the Latigra. You had that Ralph Lauren polo with that little horse in every color. You had blue, you had light blue, you had every fucking color. But Benetton, I'm bringing back, baby. So thank you for noticing. Oh my god, I love a Benetton. What a, what a throwback. Uh, we got we got Vanderpump Rules season ten episode three to discuss. Season eleven episode season. three. It's okay, Sarah. You're off by a season. Um, <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. I mean, and we're, you're going to get. I already know we're going to get to talk. IVF drugs. It's the IVF. Don't okay. you guys come for me? Because people say all the time it hurts my feelings. They always say you're misinformed. And Be nice to Sarah. You get the information wrong, and it really hurts my feelings. Stop it. No, but they're somewhat, they're really upset with both of us. James does not live near LAX. I don't care if James lives in your asshole. I do not want to live anywhere in LA where I am here today, where I hear the fucking planes taking off. And before we get into it, let me just tell you, I had to go back to New York for four days, flew out of Burbank, flew into Burbank. It is a game changer. It's also closer to my house in Hollywood. We won't talk about where you live. I get in trouble when I did. Um, when I buy my house near LAX, you're not coming to visit? Like, Sarah. You don't want to hear the airplanes as we lounge outside, but in my little two-by-two garden area? No. Like, wait, oh, okay. Anywhere but with airplanes taken off. But that Burbank airport, honey, I landed on Sunday night. 
and was out of the airport in like two minutes. And I was home in like 13 minutes. Then I went to Mother Wolf for a drink, my friend Evan. High-end restaurant here, very hot spot here in LA. And you know, you I realized this about Los Angeles. Talk to me. Stars only go out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. Friday and Saturday nights are not a big the party starts Tuesday through Thursday here in La La Land. Well, so- why Sunday night? Of the Super Bowl. Was it still not so easy to get a table? But we got Josh, one. Because that was the most watched Super Bowl in history. I think it was something like, I don't know, 134 million people. Like, broke a record. So it was a boring game at the beginning. Usher started slow, ended strong. And then the second half was, like, amazing. And I know how much you love sports. And I'm here to talk sports. <laughs> Well, I'm here to talk about how this show opened with James storming out and Schwartzy. Schwartzy is this was this was this whole episode was the play of Tom Schwartz. Tom Schwartz is in a really bad situation. He is caught in the middle, honey. Do you think that was for me? The overwhelming theme was sobriety and the turning point for Tom Sandoval. Tom Sandoval is also a victim in this. But but tell me more about your take that you thought it was the plight of Tom Schwartz. Well, the opening scene where he's, listen, he has a new, he has two BFFs. Well, I mean, of course, Tom's his BFF, but that Jamesy, the white Kanye, he got to him and he is like, man, like, no, that wasn't. And then Tom is like, well, listen, man, I just told him like, he fucked Dodie and he was wiping the cum off his dick with my shirt. And Schwartz is like, no, man, abort, abort. This is like the wrong way to handle Jake. Like as soon as Schwartz heard Dodie, he was like, oh, man, you fumbled the ball with my boy James. Like that is not like, like Tom, like you're trying to get back in with these people. I don't think bring it up, you know, James fucking Kristen Dodie when you basically like were dating her and breaking up with her was the way to handle this. No, I felt uh, the see, the episode started with our boy, your boy, especially um, Mr. Schwartz being in a very tight predicament between his BFF and the others. It actually, I okay, I'm back on board for you. I, I did think because, you know, the, the other big pivotal moment of this episode is where Tom Sandoval confesses to LVP that he has had suicidal thoughts when he promised her that if he ever thought that, that he would call her immediately because sadly she lost her brother to suicide. But now we hear in this emotional moment that he was so low um, that he was potentially suicidal. So it's interesting you say that about Schwartz, but now I'm sort of on your team. I mean, we did, it was the plight of Schwartz because we also hear in this episode that Schwartz's brother is returned to rehab for the third time and is possibly suffering from cirrhosis of the liver from alcoholism. So my boy, I I think Tom Schwartz is so sensitive. I think he's just the Gandhi of this, of this, you know, group. I love him. I I think he's he's the bridge. He's the peacemaker. He's trying to say, guys, can we move forward where Ariana seems to be living her best life? Um, And they're not having it. They love to just kick on uh, Tom Schwartz. And, you know, according to some of his cast members, Tom Schwartz almost it's almost like his like fetish. Like he likes to be sort of verbally beat up a little bit and and uh, put down like it kind of turns him on. So, yeah, I mean, there was seen. It does turn him on. 
Right. Well, I mean, that first, yeah, it does turn. Well, that first scene, like after that, you know, then he tells Tom, like, listen, I got some bad news, man. I'm really nervous to tell you this, but I have to leave. I have to go to emo night. Like, I'm so sorry. It's your birthday, man. So like, just physically, he doesn't know where to be and what to do. Then he explains that even though Tom is a doucher, it's still his BFF and he's not willing to, look, they're going to be together forever. They're not going to part ways but he was there for the birthday and for everyone who was worried about how tom sandoval was gonna like film i mean we have billy lee we have you know jason who who you've met that the, the manager. band's manager we have kyle chan i mean tom is doing just fine they're gonna pull in any random person and give them we we hired an actress her name is Anne. or you know we, we gave uh, her lines there's where we got some heat. I did have, did you have people slide into your DMs? I had a couple of people slide into my DMs and they said, she is not an actress. We can promise you that. She is legitimately his assistant. So what are your thoughts? All right, well, slide into my, my DMs so I can block you and be rude to me. <laughs> no, you know what it is? If you are rude to me, no, if you're rude to me like a puss, like with your two-inch dick, if you're rude to me, I guess I'm riled up today. If you're rude to me in my DMs, like if we've never exchanged anything and you're now in my DMs rude to me, you get blocked. If you want to be rude and leave a nasty comment, like disagreeing or whatever for the world to see, I'm okay with that. Leave a comment, leave a public comment on YouTube, leave a public comment on both Instagram accounts. I don't care if you're like in the DMs and you got something to point out to me. I just, it's just so easy to block. You know what I mean? should have saved the so no one slipped into my dms uh right. but well, don't bother I'm... just leave a nasty public comment if it goes like really low i might probably block you but i really don't care about the comments just you know some people get blocked you know, just let me tell you something there's no rule to who gets blocked it depends on the emotions of the moment but he said even though he's a doucher he is standing by his friend and he went and there was emo night and Sheena is living her best rock star life because good as gold is now being performed an emo version yes. and Schwartz missed her set. I'll admit it as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate. I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shape. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. February is the month of love. And you know what I love? Taking care of my skin. You know, the problem is most skincare routines only deliver superficial results. And that's why I only use one skin. 
OneSkin's proprietary OS1 peptide is the first ingredient scientifically proven to reverse the skin's biological age by up to 50%. Now, there's all sorts of science behind how that works. They have R&D people. But I really, personally, they reverse the skin's biological age. So that's all I need to hear. I've noticed younger-looking skin. I've noticed fewer lines and fewer wrinkles. Hello? So listen, one skin is more than skincare. It's about skin longevity, targeting the root causes of aging to help you look and feel your best at every age. Get started today with 15% off using code VELVET at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code VELVET. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. It's time to expect more from your skincare routine. Invest in the health of your skin with OneSkin. Has anyone else had major drama in hiring for their business out there? How great does it feel to finally find the right qualified candidate and close out a job search? But what if I told you you get rid of the job search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is a great matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. I was able to hire the last ad sales rep that I hired within such a short period of time. Before Indeed, this would have taken me days and weeks, sometimes even months. Do you know that in the minute I've basically just been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide? 23 hires. Right now, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash velvet. Just go to Indeed.com slash velvet right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And Tom Sandoval is basically then talking about his birthday party. We flash back to that. And he is saying, thank God for Jason and Billy Lee and Kyle Chan for all the people. I would stand by him if he were my friend. I already said that last time. I stand by my friends. This is when you find you find out who your friends are during the when, when you're kicked. And you're down like a dog. That is true. That is true. And my grandmother always told me you had the, you have as many dear friends as you do thumbs. So just yes. pick them wisely because if you have two very, very loyal, loyal people to you as friends in your lifetime, you are very lucky because most people will not be when the going gets tough. So 100, uh, 100. And let me tell you something. Um, don't know what my point was, but they won't be there on your deathbed. That's my saying. Is this I will, person going to be there? Because I want a Louis, so I will be there and I will be. All right. You know what? <laughs> Let me categorize the Louis. I'll take pictures and you I want the pick, Louis sandwich. Can, oh, no, that's a good one. Oh, the morphine is being turned up, but can you just, could you, could you write on this note here that I can have the sandwich back? <laughs> All right. You want this? Let me tell you something. Can I just tell you something that I was in Louis this weekend when I was in New York and I saw, well, my guy is like coming and I'll say, he was like, you don't realize he's like you and this one dermatologist are the only two people in this store who got like, this was an all out fight to get that, that shopper back that, and he's like, there's only one other person in our store that got it. Everyone else we had to turn down. I said, you didn't have to get it from me, but our relationship, you would never, that's it. I, I literally said, I will never come to you again. I will find a new personal person. I said, this is the bag that will break our relationship. Threats work. Go on. 
you know, they're getting ready to pull you off life support and Ethan's here and Sam's here and Ramon is here, but just move your one finger if I can have that, Louis. <laughs> you can have the, sh- the no, shopper okay. bag. Luann's here, Luann's here. Luann, no, no, Luann gets a Louis. Um, Speaking of which, we were going to see the Countess uh, this Friday and the Countess has rescheduled um, due to some family, you know, stuff. So I just hope her mom is okay. I mean, Luann's mom is is like... I can't even like amazing, like 93, I think. And just so youthful. And there's a reason Luann is keeping it together, you know? So I hope everything's okay, but we'll go on March 22nd to see Lou at the Wiltern in LA. I'm still going to be here at that point. I am. Okay. I am very entertained by this season yet. I don't know what season we're on, but I am entertained. I thought last week you said you're done with the season of Vanderpump Rules and you hate it. Have you come around? Now I like it. It's it's very enjoyable light viewing. You know, it's very easy to view. You can go and make your oatmeal and come back and you haven't missed a thing. Now, after I made my oatmeal, I did come back into the scene at Tom Sandoval's birthday party. And I want to know what you think as, as the Bravo insider that you are. Talk to me. He's talking to Billy Lee and Billy Lee is saying to him, you know, have you been in touch with Raquel? Have you heard from Rachel? What's going on? And Tom confesses his love again. You know, he's done this several times that he was in love with her and he is not, she will not return phone calls. He wants to make sure she's okay. Do we feel that this is sincere or do we feel that this is Tom Sandoval realizing that the only maybe like redeeming thing that could could make him like somewhat of a human being is to be in, you know, to, to pursue this woman because I, I had to have this affair with her because I was so in love with her. Where, where did you stand in that moment? I mean, look, I always have to go with my gut. People tell me I'm very cynical. Kyle and Mauricio break up. I, you know, have go and take a shit because it doesn't mean anything to me. I'm like, of course they did. You're going to be shocked at this one. I, without overthinking it, look, everyone love what what is love, right? So uh, do I believe Tom has narcissistic tendencies? Yes. Do I think he was in love with Raquel? I do. I really do. I think that what is there not to love? She's, I mean, you're 40. She's 28. She is, to me, very attractive. She just walked in two fashion shows in New York. She's at Fashion Week. So I, and so when someone's like, you see that woundedness and they look up to you with doe eyes, like you're the big rock star. I do think that Tom was in love. Now, whether this is an adult healthy version of love is a whole nother story. I believe him. I don't think it's for sympathy. I think he really was upset. She didn't call on the birthday and he really was trying to reach out. And like, I mean, everyone comes for Raquel. You know what? From where I'm standing, this is like a powerful person that went and I mean, hello, Shannon Bedore. Hello, others. Like she went and got help and was at the Meadows and now is really left the show where she could have made several hundred thousand dollars, according to Lisa Vanderpump. I think he was really in love with her. I do. She's got a top trending podcast, which I said, you know, she launched, I think, a month or two ago. And I said, if in a year she is still in the top 200 overall podcast, I will be out in a bikini in uh, West Hollywood with David Yontif filming saying, I apologize to Raquel. So I I don't understand the podcast. I don't understand. I well, I Anakin Kose's. Um, here I go again telling people um 
Remember last week, Patty called. Now we have Anna Concoses. Hold on. Give me 15 and I'll call you. Guys, it's not going to be 15. I really got to start picking these people up, right? So we can like. Man who says he has zero friends. No, like he's, this is such a, he's got a new life. Let me tell you, a lot of people slipped into DMs and they're like, why the fuck didn't you pick up Patty Stanger? So now I I just, I just, well, I, we could have just had Anna Kinkosis from Miami Housewives on. I'm on air. Well, the only thing I want to hear from her is the Larsa Pippen breakup. I could have picked you up. Michael Jordan's son there. For, I can't. Is. I gotta say, I mean, if I were single, I said I'm on it. I could have picked you up for a cameo. Um, I all right, I'm gonna start picking up these people when they call. Um, okay, so you do not understand Raquel's or Rachel's podcast going rogue. Why don't you understand I, it? Because- I just I understand she's talking. It's not a, a knock. I understand she's talking about medical mental health and Vanderpump rules, but eventually, like I mean. You can't, she can't be talking about like Vanderpump rules and what Tom did to her in two years on episode like a thousand. Can she? I mean, can are we gonna just be like the date, the fifth date I ever had with Tom? It just is reminding me now, um, that he did this. I mean, is that it's no shade? It's no shade. I just don't understand it. That's all. You think we she can just keep yeah. this going for a couple of years? I think I think okay. as long I mean, look, I mean, we're hearing from Tom Sandoval, that former assistant. You know, they have a top podcast now. We signed an NDA, right? I mean, yeah. You know, I don't know. Do they know that much? I mean, is that that? But I mean, it, when it's a top show, you see, that's why you've seen all these podcasts pop up about, you know, oh, True Detective podcast and oh, the um, look, I have a sister wives podcast. I mean, you know, there's a reason people are curious about every little detail. And so, yeah, I think as long as the show is on, I might be eating crow and she may have a top podcast. Okay. I mean, you and me both will be eating crow then. What about, so let's like jump through some of these scenes. Cause I'm also curious. Yeah. What you think. So Ariana and Katie sit down and do liquid IVs. The liquid IV just grosses me out. I know I, like I should do it cause I get horrible hangovers. I've but- done it in the Hamptons this past summer. Yes. To be honest with you, I don't know. Does it work? It doesn't, didn't, I don't, I, I had the worst hangover and I've done it a couple times this summer in the Hamptons. I didn't see it working. That's just me. Just me. Didn't really work for me. All right. Yes. So there you have it. Um, then, you know, and my husband was watching this morning with me. He says that Tom Sandoval, he does feel is playing the victim in this whole thing. He thinks the Billy Lee scene was very, it is to gain sympathy. Um, you know, my husband said he's very sympathetic to anyone having suicidal thoughts, but he thinks that, you know, he's that Tom is very good at getting LVP on his side. And then we move into because this is like for Tom's the second closing. Half. And well, that scene with L, first of all, I was like, wow, we're getting a lot of LVP this this episode. That's a lot of LVP. A lot like of LVP. LVP is like, let me show up and like make, you know, look, she's also the producer, right? So like she knows what she's doing in this scene and he brings her flowers. But yeah, I mean, he said that he has had i mean i also love when she said like darling i don't understand and be be a man and like you know and i also love tom just yelling at lisa just like he doesn't fucking care like he's just like outraged or she's like darling like move out of the house and be a man and he's like no you don't understand and he's like we already offered her money and i'm not leaving my house and she's like but be a gentleman he's like "Uh, it's my house too girl 
I love when he gets nasty with Lisa. But February is the month of love. And ladies, is there anything you love more than a comfortable bra? I would think not. And that's why I need to tell you about Honeylove, because they have revolutionized the bra game. I got my good friend Jill from college a Honey Love bra for Valentine's Day. Who knew in college that I would be so obsessed with her breasts? But here we are, many years later. With Honey Love, you could say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Their best-selling crossover bra, that's the one I got Jill, is so comfortable that it will be your new go-to. For a more relaxed lounge bra, I highly recommend their V-bra. It's designed to lift and separate with molded cups. And it's not a shelf-like bra that creates that awful uni-boob effect. I hate that. Treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash velvet. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash velvet. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Treat yourself to Honeylove because you deserve it. Well, then we're also, then we also move into, because Nima Vand, famously of Shaw's of Sunset, kind of takes over, you know, he's like a thread for the second half of the episode. So what did you make of hearing Nima Vand's name again? I've actually had Nima Vand on my podcast. Have you interviewed Nima Vand? We have uh, tried. We've tried at some point. I mean, I've had a Gigi, which is kind of coming up, I guess. Uh, Mercedes and Tommy. We haven't had Nima. It's like I can get Mercedes and Gigi on this podcast, but not you, dude. Pass. Um, okay, wow. I feel like I. this is the only time I've ever scooped Yontif. Uh, but wow. um, it's not like we've tried so hard, but I mean, we've tried. Um, yeah, Nima Van. So he dated Raquel back in the day. And now it comes out that Tom, this is why I think Tom like does have feelings for her because he's like listen sheena you didn't need to like you know go in and like you know give your like you know like nima i guess detail the sexual positions that that uh that raquel liked and what they did in bed and tom just was very upset listening to all the hot sex that Nima. listen nima and raquel that's some hot sex right that's hot girl no Sarah's wow. thinking about this. You don't think Nima's cute? Okay. Sure it's a pass. Um, oh. it's a, it's a pass for me. Really? I don't. I, I don't. I no. I mean, out of the gentlemen that have been on Shaw's, if I compare him to Reza, Reza, and Adam and Mike. Oh my God. Um, I would take Nima over right, any right, of the wow. gentlemen I just mentioned. Nima to me is the most attractive Shaw. Okay, you will, fair enough. I, I give him gentleman. that crown. A hundred percent. I give him that crown. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely correct. So I wouldn't mind, I mean, you know, an no. hour with Nima wouldn't be bad. Do you think it was a betrayal for Sheena? Though to have Nima on her podcast, they go into to your point, great detail about the sex and that. Tom Sandoval had told Ariana, we're in a, uh, told uh, Rachel, I'm in an open relationship with Ariana. And, you know, I mean, wh- what did well, you Nima, make? Of- right. Nima is saying that Ariana said Tom and I are open, which. Oh, no. Nima is saying that Raquel said, what's the big deal? Because Tom and Ariana are open. 
And Tom is like, what? That's a lie. But, okay, well, as Tom said to Sheena when he pulled her out in the back alley and was sitting there kissing her ass about her look from The Matrix or whatever the fuck it is, Y2K, he was like, I understand a podcast is for money. And I'm like, ding, that one, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Door number two, ding, 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 ding. He's like, so I get it. So, you know, I say here all the time to the rats that scuddies. Why? I know you're in the corner, Tamara, having your Gouda. But why did you block me, girl? I called you a rat that scurries. It's not that big a deal. It's just a day at the office, darling. Sarah, Sarah's making a face on YouTube. <laughs> we, we made, we've made ongoing content about her being called a rat that scurries. And then, you know, when you look at her, you can't help but see that she's like rat-like features. I mean, it's, it's not the most... Um, I'm not sure if I would be like liking your posts and I didn't I didn't come up with the word Tamrat. Some all these wonderful listeners did. They started calling her Tamrat way before I think the damn microphone was even turned on. I just think I'm like, wow, how brilliant for all the nicknames that we like to give people. Tam Ra, Tam Ra, and just add a T, rat. It's kind of brilliant. So I didn't make it up, but so I feel when Tom said, I understand a podcast is for money. I'm like, ding, 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 that one. Why can't we just separate that? She had Nima on as a on-brand guest and he had some things to say about dating Miss Levis. Look, if Nima were on this podcast, I would have asked him about dating Raquel. I mean, I would have been like... Maybe, I mean, I asked Harry Dubin who was better in bed, Sonia Morgan or Luann. So, I mean, that's a pretty low question to say about. Oh, I've I've been way lower. I just had a woman that sells her farts in a jar. I heard about that. I heard about that. Talked about wiping her butthole with a rose petal and then putting it in the jar. I mean, I I can go. Well, that's just lower. That's just disgusting. Mine, they say I'm misogynistic. Ah! I'm misogynistic. I don't like women Um, because I asked Harry. No, that was because you dropped the C-bomb, but I, I didn't think oh, that was Is that why? You've never oh. been misogynistic to me. Get over yourself. I mean, come on. Seriously. It's, it's the woke Pump mob Pump. calling the woke mob. That's yes. it. Vanderpump Rules, they have a see you next Tuesday night. They have a cunt night. Like, give me a break. Nobody cares about that word. And every other country but ours, people are very stuffy here. We're from the Puritans. All the Aussies in uh, the Brits were cheering me on. They're like, our favorite word. I'm like, thank you, my people. Everyone says bloody con everywhere you go. And Oh, I thought I I was misogynistic uh, for asking that for Harry. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I get Tom's point. Sheena's saying, you know, your friend committed suicide and, you know, how are you? Or his friend passed away. I mean, I, I don't even know if it was suicide. And then is talking about about a podcast. Listen, I'm Tom. Everyone's talking about you. So shenanigans, let it make a few dollars. You know what I mean? Let it make a few dollars. Good as gold is selling, but let the girl make a few dollars on the side. I didn't think it was, I mean, I get her also, as I always say, I didn't fucking say it. So, I mean, when Nima is saying all this, is she not, she's not saying much. I mean, she has said a lot, but Yeah, I'm kind of team Sheena on this one, but he does say the LVP. He thought of suicide and she is very, very concerned. 
You know, I always think when people say that you have to you have to believe them. I mean, you know, a lot of people had thoughts on that moment, certainly online. You know, was Tom using that as sympathy? Does he know how to work LVP? He obviously knows that's a trigger point for her. They had made this promise. I mean, a lot of people felt like that could potentially have been a very manipulative moment. I think it's I think I. I, that's a dangerous slope for me. You know what I mean? I think if somebody says that they were that low, and to be honest, I can imagine because, I mean, when you think about 2023, Scandaval was like the pop culture moment of 2023. That and probably Britney Spears' memoir. So it's like- If you think about it, like Tom, pressure. Erica, yeah. I don't know. My friend, Rachel, you could tell. When you have the entire world yes, against yeah. you and you- still live i don't know good for tom but I, I agree with you i didn't really take it look if tom is really a narcissist i mean do narcissists off themselves i don't think i i just don't know enough about it we'll have to call you know but uh, tom is really into himself but i didn't i don't know i think you can i didn't really take that as a let me manipulate lvp moment but i absolutely see I did not. Like, I'm not a Tom apologist. I'm a nobody apologist. So I see how people are thinking that he, but I just loved this scene between them because they have such history. And Tom ain't af afraid of you, LVP. Like, he's going to just be like, Lisa, come on. And I think I just thought Lisa was sitting there being like, this is TV gold. Cha-ching, cha-ching. I, I can't watch without breaking the fourth wall in my mind and thinking like producer LVP. She could be over there fighting with, with Kyle and all these other people. Oh, you know what I did think? And not to interrupt yeah. you, yeah. this is actually what went through my mind. I even wrote this down. I understand it. There are people that are not in my life that are so dead to me that no matter what happened to them, I wouldn't reach out. But the fact that... Lisa lost her brother to suicide and Kyle lost Lorraine to suicide, her best friend. And this hasn't really brought LVP to reach out to Kyle. This friendship is completely done. I mean, I, 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 I know that it's done, but to me, it's like, you know, like when something happens in life, like I hate you, but your mother died, your son died. When it's something big and you have history, sometimes now I don't really. But sometimes that's when you say, what is it with this person? Let's come back into each other's lives. Right. And so I really, truly thought this went through my mind of like, and because Lisa's talking about her brother, I think we kind of just swept that under the rug, like during our HOBH. Remember, like, I don't know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like this kind of drew the point home to me. Like, oh my God. Yeah, that's right. Like I knew it, but I think I sweeped it under the rug with Rinna and everything else going on in Beverly Hills. And I'm like, yeah, it's a big fucking deal. And it's kind of like, then Lorraine is a big deal. And like, if that doesn't cause these two to come back together, stick a fork in it. This friendship is over. Go on. Great points. Great points. Um, a couple of other things, you know, I wanted to just ask you about so I did think there was an overwhelming theme of sobriety, right? We hear about Tom Schwartz's brother. We we Lala discusses, you know, um, Tom Schwartz is now exploring sober curious. Um, there's California sober, which is you don't drink alcohol, but you still smoke weed. I'm with Lala Kent and Elton John because Demi Lovato is apparently California sober. Lala and Elton say 
No, that's not how it works. And if anybody that knows anyone in a program will tell you that's not, no. Of course, if you need antidepressants, yes, yes. Like that is like, yes. But I mean, you do not need marijuana to live, you know, unless of course you have cancer. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But like, they're not using it as, as because I have cancer at a terminal illness, you know? So anyhow, I, appreciated Lala being like, that's not sober for me, but you do you if you're sober curious. But it was an ongoing theme. And my husband and I were watching and we were discussing, you know, is this show still viable? Where Because it started out as they were all bartenders, you know, for LVP, drinking, partying. They clearly have all cheated on their partners and vice versa. Is this show viable as it seems as though they are becoming like all of us in our 40s? You know, you just don't drink as much anymore. You don't party. You want to be home with your kids. Is this show viable as a sober, curious show? These are some very good questions. Now, a couple of things that you have brought up here that require some responsing to. First of all, Hello, sir. I mean, I find it so funny that they choose sir for this establishment. We haven't seen sir in like a decade at this point, it seems. Like, oh yeah, that's how the show started. I know the drone is flying into Tom Tom and the never to be open something about her, but nice to see a little sir action. Guys, when you come to LA and you go there in person, it ain't that big. This is also a fucking walking billboard for Vanderpump because she's doing some sir. Now we're at pump which would still be open according to her for the rent. Now we're talking about a cast trip for her new thing in Tahoe. And we have a Vanderpump dogs. I mean, Elisa Vanderpump is like darling. Now I know that I took 10,000 less this season and I'm only making a million, but you promised me product placement and we will do four restaurants and four stops this, this episode. That's what I thought. But Lala was on this show. She went viral. Google Lala Kent behind the vi- behind the velvet rope. I mean, it was in like Billboard magazine, Rolling Stone. It was viral because she did not have pleasant message for Miss Demi Lovato. When Lala was behind the velvet rope, she had a few words for Miss Lovato and it went viral in every country. Google it. Um, I... It's funny because you and I were talking about Sober Curious on this very show a few weeks ago. I'm Sober Curious myself. Now, I don't want to stop drinking. I had two martinis last night at the Thompson Hotel in Hollywood. But I am Sober Curious. Like, it does. What? When? What? When am I Sober Curious? (laughs) Well, the nights that I'm home, I don't drink. And it. I do enjoy not drinking. And that's like now one night a week, two night a week, two nights a week, honey. That is so precarious. Oh my God. Look, I'm going to tell you the the biggest lie in last night's episode is a lot like, like, oh, when you get sober, you lean out. I have to be sober for IVF. And let me tell you, I have, I've put on weight. I'd like to know where this lean, I know. Thank you. That's why they're all on Ozempic because I'm going to tell you, I've hardly drank. Okay. I can probably count on two hands the number of drinks I've had since January 1st. Honey, I am packing on the LBs. I mean, where is this lean out part? I'm not getting any skinnier. They all say that. My friend Gina Kirschenheider from the RHOC, who I adore, who was on my show. Forget it. I lost all the weight from stopping. You know, I just stopped drinking. And I'm like, my father used to call it the vodka diet. Back in my day, when I was at the Regency, every night with the one, the only, Harry Dubin. And Harry 
I don't know. Harry likes his libations. Let's just put it that way. I would have like, I mean, a ton of drinks every night and I never ate. I would, I would be at that Regency with Harry at like 6 PM and we would drink and drink. And then I would go home and I would pass the fuck out and I would wake up and I would be like, bitch, you didn't eat anything. Cause you were there since six, the vodka diet. I was so thin when I was a total raging every night at the Regency. So I agree with you. Alcohol to me, it does not fucking make it fat. When you get home and you order five orders of Chinese and two pizzas and then have McDonald's, that's my does it. I, I agree with you. Um, does it work as a sober curious show? Well, we have Sheena who's not drinking. We have Schwartzy who's sober curious. We have uh, our main man over here, Sandoval, the Scandoval, the Scumdoval. It's Tom Sandoval doesn't drink anymore. James is in and out. So we got Katie, Sheena, and I guess Allie. Can we count Allie here? Does anyone care about Allie? We have Katie and we have Sheena that drink now. Oh, no, not even Sheena. She just said she was. We have Katie. Is Katie the only drinker here? What the what fuck? Does Ariana drink? Ariana. Okay, Katie and Ariana. Sure. All right. So does it work as a sober curious show? I am. Um, well, last night was still quite enjoyable, but. I do think more happens. Man, those producers, we know what they like. They like libations. This ain't well, going to go over. Well, I don't know. You think Vanderpump is in trouble because they're sober, huh? I don't know. I mean, I'm a fair, you know, I'm a new fan. You guys are the OG fans, you know? I mean, maybe the, the, the as fans, we are aging with the show. I mean, the show has been on a decade nearly. You know, I, I really need to do soul searching. I really need to do soul searching because I stand. Well, I stand by what I said last week. I don't know. A lot of people hate this show. They're like, I am so bored. I'm just listening to you and Sarah. I don't know why I want to stick pins and needles in my eyes when it comes to housewives. And yet I still find this quite enjoyable. I don't know why. Is it because they're younger? Is it because... I forget that Sheena is the same age as, as Sheena is older than Housewives. She's older than like, I think Bryn from New, New, from New York. So I think, do I just, have I not adjusted with the times? And I, just, in my mind, Sheena's 22. And, and I mean, Tom Sandoval's in his forties. They're older than actual Housewives. There's something about this. I don't know. I, I, I don't know why this doesn't make me want to fall asleep the same way most Housewife franchises do. I don't know. I'm, I'm confused. I'm in a really weird state. You know, no, I, I enjoy, I actually do enjoy it. Last week I found to be really boring, but I kind of always go through this with um, various reality shows. I watched sister wives too. It just ebbed and flowed all season for season 18. Um, and even for the tell all, which is their equivalent of a reunion. But I do have moments where I'm like, oh, this is really good, really, really good TV. And I think we're kind of waiting to see in this friend group, like, is there a way that everything is okay, considering they've been through long and short? I mean, I'm also waiting for Jax to return. I thought that was happening. I keep waiting for that. I think Jax is only on for one episode, honey. Okay. I think it's episode eight, I heard. I believe it's episode eight, maybe nine, but episode eight which is coming, I think, in like mid to late March. 
and he's going to confront LVP or she's going to say, confront him about, honey, you said it was your show. They're going to break their fourth wall. And then I'm hoping it's like when this show started and Sheena walked from one scene to the next with Brandy. And the next thing you know, we weren't in Beverly Hills anymore. We were in Vanderpump Rules. I hope Jax gets on, gets in his car and drives away furious at LVP. And next thing you know, it's like 9-0-1. Why has Vanderpump Rules not ended? And Jax goes home and says, honey, I'm home and Brittany comes running down the stairs with Cruz and she's like well that took you long enough and she's like he's like oh fix me a drink babe LVP is a bitch and the next thing you know cue the music for the valley I hope it's just one big continuous thing and the thing first show doesn't even end so I think you're really good to see Jax to spin off the valley and that's the end of Jax really um look I know we have to wrap up so I did want to see can we can we thank (laughs) Wait, can I just tell you, I love Katie and Sheena trying where Katie's like, the lights are on and somebody's home. So let's give them some. I mean, listen, you guys tried this before. So like, you know, and also we never talked about um, Tom uh, Schwartz at Vanderpump Dogs and just right opening up to Lisa. His brother's going through a lot. And um, I made a note. I'd like to go to Vanderpump Dogs with you. I think I want to get some swag. You know, I love swag. It's been a and long time since I've been to Vanderpump Dogs. And I did enjoy that, that throwback. Do you know that I've never been? Really? I where mean, is, I, is it in WeHo? Like, where is it? No, it's over on Melrose. In like, yeah, probably, yeah, between like, like Beverly Mid-City. Hills. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's stop by. Um, She advertised Wolf in Lake Tahoe. Um. Tom Schwartz, who you says likes to be abused, says he'll take the hate over the indifference. People are going to get upset with Ariana if she keeps just like, you know, saying you're dead. I like that Schwartz, he spoke up to her and said like, you know, you're not okay. The, yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I think I totally I do enjoy watching this because I feel as though I understand Ariana's plight more. And if I were Ariana, I, I think I would be completely where she's at, you know? Um, but to LVP's point, it does seem as though Ariana's moved on. She's had incredible money success. And we do know money doesn't buy you happiness. But most people don't get a break like this after being cheated on. You know, as we've talked about many times, most people right now are finding out this morning that their husband of eight years, who they now have three children with, has been carrying on an affair with somebody 23 years old while you've been holding down the house. And you're thinking to yourself, what am I going to do? How am I going to fight this man in court? How am I? That is like a real that is a real crisis. Even LVP it, said the punishment no longer fits the crime. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I also think about this show. I'm I, my other thought is this is the dumping on him, and maybe we need this season to just do that. But how? I mean, where does this show go once they don't have that to do? Because it doesn't fit the crime anymore. And I feel like what if they're not drinking? If we're not going to see a lot about Randall Emmett anymore, what are we going to see? These are some, I was thinking that myself, you know, like, look, LVP said that the punishment doesn't fit the crime. We'll keep bringing in Jason and Kyle Chandler. Tom is not going anywhere. I'm not knocking Ariana. I get it too. I would never speak to this person again. I completely get it. Look, will, I mean, Ariana says she's creating generational wealth for her family, which they've never had. So I don't see her turning down the money. 
I don't see her turning down the money. I mean, I predicted she wasn't going to come back for this season, that she outgrew the show and she was above it. But, like, I agree with you, like... She's smart. I'm glad she came back. It was the best move because they're just starting TV gigs like there used to be. And uh, never, ever, ever, guys, ever, never, never leave. Lisa Rinna, thank you for blocking me because I'm going to say it again. You were not, you did not leave Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on your own accord. Give me a fucking break. You think it's that like, email, they like took it and ran? They were like, yes. Yeah, I think it's just back. all semantics, semantics. Give me a fucking break. I agree. You never leave a hit TV show. I don't care how fucking miserable you are because it could be 10 years. But I think I agree with you. Where do we go eventually after this season? To my point, same thing with Raquel's podcast. Like, look, if we're... Ke- like if Raquel came back next season, that now we have another season of this. But otherwise, right? I mean, it. I don't blame Ariana. I don't think she is going to forgive Tom ever, and maybe she'll never speak to him. But so, what is going to be the story? What is the show? I mean, we 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 let Monica Garcia go. I mean, granted, we let her go because she scammed us, and God forbid, we look bad as producers. But we said she couldn't interact with the others, and if everyone's icing you out, well, like. How is this going to work? Like, we're going to be seeing Ariana pissed off, not wanting to talk to Tom. Tom tiptoeing, hi, Ariana. I'm scared to talk to you. And I mean, like, this will get old, I think, after 10, 15 more episodes this season, right? Well, it's feeling a little dated now. And I know that they're they're sort of Hmm. setting up for like, well, you really haven't sincerely apologized. And so we're getting ready for like kind of maybe a big moment of apology and maybe there's some forgiveness and this sincere apology but yeah i mean i i don't know you know that's the harder thing right about getting older and everything and settling down with people is you're not having this incestuous we're all hooking up with each other and new new affairs are beginning you know they've all kind of outgrown that so it's going to be interesting um, can we thank our sponsor? Wait, do you want to do one more thought? The only other thing I was going to say is I loved, I like when people stick up. So I loved when Schwartzy stuck up and said, you're not the queen. But I also like when Tom Sandoval, like, you know, dude, like I love when they were in the back and Sheena was like, listen, nice. so, someone's got to give him tough love. And she's like, look, you have Schwartzy's name in your mouth. Schwartzy's mom has got it going on. You saw the show, although you probably left by that point. You're talking about Raquel in the show. You're taking the shirt off. Dude, it's not a good look. What are you doing? I mean, the show is selling out, Sheena. So just like you make money with a podcast, he's making money. But I love that. And I love that she's like, you know, a narcissist. And I love that he's like, you know, well, tell Lala, you know, yeah, she's the queen of the narcissist or whatever. Like, I love when they, I love when they clap back. So like Tom is, you know, apologizing to you, Sheena, but he's not a doormat and he's going to put you in your place. I kind of like that. Should we talk about our sponsor, OneSkin? Yes, baby. Um, are you using OneSkin? Cause I am. I am using OneSkin. And let me tell you, like people, I try to tell them, I even put it on my Instagram the other day. Everyone said, yes. First of all, you're getting 15% off. With a code VELVET or with your code? Yes, FS. Yep. Use uh, Support both of our shows. In fact, do two orders. Do a TSFS. Do a code VELVET. Um, I actually really use their skincare and I love Me it. Me Fragrance-free, which is very important. I've talked about this on our podcast and my own, is if you're trying to get pregnant, fragrances, things that you smell from Bed Bath & Beyond, these really strong odors can actually interrupt your fertility hormones. So one of the things I love about OneSkin, they don't have that 
They're fragrance-free. They also have their OS01 peptide, which is their specific scientific formula that goes below skin level and actually gets those zombie cells. Those are the ones that create the wrinkles, the smile lines. They ease those out at the base where most of your products are just dealing with topical, right? They put a lot of moisture. They plump you up a bit. You look less wrinkled. This actually works to slow the signs of aging. It's an incredible product. People should check it out uh, and read their reviews. They have amazing five-star reviews, by the way. So People, I truly use it as well. I you all the fertility and smells good and blah, blah, blah. That's great. We have different... What you said is correct. Yes. (laughs) All that crap, but lovely stuff. But people don't realize what you miss because the OS1 peptide, blah, 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 scientists, it reverses the biological age of the cell. That is what like, so I'm a little more superficial than you. You're trying to have a child, keep it, you know, this, but it, it's not like top right it's it's goes it's targeting the why why do you look tired why do you look, so it's reverse so all i know is when they when i first heard of one skin i was like i don't really care about all this science and everything all i hear is it reverses the biological age of the cell and i'm like does that mean it's going to make me look younger and they're like that's pretty much what it means and it completely works so i have to tell you i love it all but it's that is why i like it because Honey, this youthful glow is thanks to one skin. So yes, That's go great. to, I mean, um, yes, it works. I was going to wrap it up for us and say one skin is more than skincare. It's about skin longevity, targeting the root causes of aging to help you look and feel your best at every age. You can get started today with 15% off using code VELVET or code TSFS, better yet both at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the promo codes TSFS and Velvet. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about it. Please mention Behind the Velvet Rope or the Sarah Fraser Show. It's time to expect more from your skincare routine. Invest in the health of your skin with OneSkin. It's the only skincare I use now. I've had I really love it too. Yeah, I actually, I, like I, it. I truly love it. Like, it's it's like, really good, actually. The packaging is great and all that, but like I it, it actually- that. It It actually really does work. And so keep sending it along one skin. All right, my love. I've got some good, um, I've got some intense and amazing big time interviews potentially coming up on TSFS. And I got to go listen to Kato Kalen, which is, you're just the best of the best. I've learned from the my One of my favorites ever. I don't know. I just love, like, I'm sorry. If we can't go back to like the 90s and the white Bronco, and just love him or hate him. And by the way, Cato's like the nicest guy possible. But this to me is like for a pop culture iconography moment, Cato to me is huge. That's just me. I'm going to take a lap. I what you you need to take a lap. What I love so much about your um, interviews is you really intersect like uh, incredible pop culture moments, but also with what was like happening in their lives, which was also mind blowing. I mean, a week before Kato Kalin is wrapped up in O.J. Simpson murder, you know, investigation, he auditioned for Dumb and Dumber. He was almost cast as Jeff Daniels. They had brought him in for multiple parts. Um, and, you know, it's so interesting. And I, I love, and then we'll get done because I could blow up your ass forever. But anyway, um, 
what I love, so he didn't get that role, went to Jeff Daniels, and part of it was probably due to this huge OJ explosion, right? But then also, he also says, be careful in life what you wish for, because years ago, in a yearbook or whatever, he'd wrote, going to be the most famous man for doing the least. And it sort of ended up becoming true. Like, he never made it as an actor, and he, in fact, became uber famous from living in the guest house, doing nothing, really, hanging at the pool at OJ's. And then was brought in. And like he said, that trial after he walked out, like that was he was synonymous with that forever. That was the fame. Forever. Nothing for for really doing, you know, really being just at the wrong place at the wrong time. And I love Cato. And he said, I I told the truth. And that was like sort of my friendship. Everything was over with OJ because OJ, he says there was a famous moment. The detectives came in to the beautiful Brentwood mansion. And they were there with Cato and and OJ. And they said, uh, where were you guys last night? And OJ said, oh, we were together. We were hanging out. And Cato was like, no, we weren't. We, no, we weren't. And it's just, it's, it's mind, it's mind blowing. It is, every detail is so good. Mr. Yontif, take a lap. It's, it, I love, I learned so much from you. And I can't even imagine. I mean, and just writing oh, that out. Now I got to go back to my yearbook and look at what the fuck I wrote. Cause he literally said, he said for better or worse, and the thing is, the thing about fame is like, okay, but eventually it doesn't pay the bills. So now it's like, you know, first of all, girl, you need to listen to a part two. There's two parts to Kate. Part two is out right the day after. But of course, there's a part two to Kato Caitlin Dolly, of course. Um, but he like pulled up in his little car. I was literally walking and he's like texting me and then the phones. He's like, where do I park, dude? And I'm like, I don't fucking drive. Then I see him. I'm like, you're standing right in front of me. He's like, get in the car. Show me where to park. And I'm like, let's go on a ride, Kato. I don't know. To me, it's like, I hope everyone enjoys all the housewife interviews I do. But this is the type of person that gets me out of bed in the morning. I, I, I mean, to your point, right? Kato Kalen in the 90s. I mean, you know, huge. the level of fame was like Michael Jackson level everywhere you yeah. went. But yet it never, like he said, I became famous for doing the least. And it, you're right. It never turned into fortunes that I'm sure, you know, everyone that's what's the joy and the curse of Hollywood, right? You come out here, you think you're going to make it big. And then all these years, just no money, really. I, I don't know. Maybe he is very wealthy. I don't know. But I think did- he's available for work if anyone has any. And he's like, the, uh, literally, I loved him. He was like the truly the nicest guy, like at love. If only the housewives could be that nice during the interview process. Ugh, my life would be easier. But thank you. Thank you for blowing up because that one is someone I'm excited oh, about. I, I and... fall in love with all of your interviews, just day oh. time after time after time. Well, I'm excited for all of your big interviews coming up. I've got a good one. I've got a big okay. one. I've got a big one that I'm going to, I'm going to force you to listen to and talk about on your show. Okay. It's going to be huge. Hopefully it's a good one. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, I'll listen for you. No, How's that? One. It's really <laughs> no, no, it's 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 gonna be a good one. The way you're talking about it, I can tell oh, something. Oh, well, I mean no, like my normal shitty ones that you've <laughs> No, I mean like hopefully it's like somebody, you know, like I'll I'll learn about oh, the sister know, wives nine. Like your usual guess. No, I, I mean like you get into the sister wives, the thousand pounders, the 90 days. I mean upset. do not offend Tyree Molette from 90 Day Fiance single life. My fans are gonna be very huge. upset with you. Okay. No, I mean I enjoy that world. I just it loses me. It's like the bachelor. I mean, 
the daters. There's eight thousand that this ninety day this and that and bribes. There's and, too many. They really have. Yeah. They've jumped the shark. But um, so I'm all for it. I just it goes in one ear and like it gets blurred. The names. I know Tammy Slayton, and I'm learning oh, some of the names from you. I do it. Oh, she, I know she, Micah Platt. Are, by the way, she is going. She's getting ready to model with uh, Rachel in New York Fashion Week. I, you really? wait. I think they're going to put Tammy Slayton. Yeah, Tammy Slayton's. I like, got a new manager. She is she the one who lost all that weight? Yeah, uh, she's the thousand. She was the seven hundred and something pound sister, and now she's like under three hundred. Her husband okay. just. Kind of- Morbid obesity. This not. She's like now she's dating a woman. She just came out as a lesbian. Oh, I like you know, that. It's pansexual, but now she's got a new girlfriend. Actually, if you want to go listen on the Sarah Fraser show, I will tell you today who she, uh, who the woman is that she's dating. Um, but yeah, she's got she's under new management, and I think you're going to see some crossover to mainstream with her. She's you are, are like very into her. You feel good things for Miss Slayton. Yeah, so stay tuned. I've got a big Slayton. one. All and, right, I'm like. Tip will be cheering me on. I will be cheering you on. I'll listen. I'll learn about the franchise and uh, keep us posted, Sarah. Happiest of Valentine's Day weeks. Ah, Valentine's week. Happy to you too. Do you have keep- a Valentine? Or what are you doing? I went out for drinks last night. Not- are you doing anything for Valentine's Day? No, I mean, I just went out, you know, last year we had Patty Stanger on for Valentine's Day. It just, it didn't happen. Oh, speaking of which, um, remember I told you pa- Patty really has connected me. Uh, you know, here's the thing. Patty believes in really the old school way. So it's someone who joined her club. So I assume that they have money because they paid her exorbitant fee, but she's worth it, of course. Um, No picture. There's no pictures with Patty. He is in New York. So but comes to L.A. And I'm like, well, I live between both. So I don't really care where you live. Um. But I've been texting him all. Can you imagine if I actually dated someone and it was fixed up from Patty? That would just be a strange turn of events, considering I was on her damn show over 10 years ago. I love it. Okay, I want to see him. I have to let you go, though. I really do. Hopefully you and the husband have a good Valentine's Day. We did. And I have. We did. I have an incredible husband who is so lovely and gave me a cake in the morning. Love cake and we'd had hearts and Valentine's and a beautiful card about my wife and I have a gorgeous son and I'm lucky beyond belief. Um, so I have a very good man that I'm grateful for. And he watched Vanderpump Rules with me. We're we're not I, the Chanel earrings are not this year because I mean I'm spending twenty six thousand dollars to have a baby. So that's the gift. You know what? This year is 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 you know I have these new things homes. are a little tighter. Like, things are a little I'm, tighter. I'm like, listen, you know what? I'm a normal person. I've realized I'm not Madonna. I'm not Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm not now you're realizing. Uh, this year, honey. It's <laughs> this it's game. A little late. This little, it is a little late. We have some homes over here, but this, this, this person here, reality has set in. So I am right there with you. This is not the year for my own Chanel earrings for myself. I'm getting myself sushi later for Valentine's day. No gift for myself this year. No gift. I'm not getting myself a Louis. I'm having a dry February. I told everyone I was going to do it. I'm not doing a dry February. Sober curious with Louis. No purchases this month. I have to let you go. All right. I love you. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. 
And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.